You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good? You're not good. You just know how to hide. How to lie. Me. I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell the truth. Even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're gonna see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Trying to touch ten figures. Oh. Lay on my back watching the ceiling fan. I had a dream to touch a kilogram. I seen your bitch through my gazelle shades Skull and bones till I die, nigga well paid Got on my khakis out in Tallahassee Zahari Desert and I'm even flashy Still at odds with the Irish mob Rolls Royce down Malcolm X Boulevard Lord, these niggas really out here praying on me Got the 40 on me and the stand on me Snow white mink like I'm Dutch Schultz Run the books and let me show you how the numbers look You can't be lucky like you Luciano the kilos coming like they do pianos. The fat boy got the big body. Coast to coast, I can shoot product. They wanna see you up in Alcatraz. Forbes list, say wall, and you're falling fast. Fuck this, hell no, nigga want a bag. Eight figures count it all, and I call it cab. Get a drift, time to get a lift. I'm getting rich, so it's hit or miss. Open up my window again. Open up my Welcome, 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 welcome. Can you hear it in my voice? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Or so they say. Or so they motherfucking say. Does 2020 have that same ring to it? It's the most wonderful time of the year. I don't think it does. To some people. But to those who actually fucking found a purpose this year. It's the greatest time of the year because the year is winding down. And you're saying to yourself, God damn, what a year of growth. That being said, this is Fuck That Shit, the podcast. I'm your host, Gabe. This is the last transmission of information for the year 2020. What a beautiful fucking year this was. 
this year I was able to find myself. This year, I didn't think about it that much until I heard it on the Raw House podcast. I spoke to God this year more than any year of my life. Me and him have an understanding of who I am, who he wants me to be. This year, my two boys showed the people they're going to grow up to and be. My oldest completely let me know he will be a motherfucking boss. My oldest don't take shit from nobody. My youngest showed me he's going to take chances. Whether he bust his ass or not, he's going to go for it. At one years old, he showed me that shit already. 2020 was a year of motherfucking growth. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful motherfucking thing. I heard this last week. If your stamina ain't up for 2021, then you done missed the whole fucking point of 2020. Let me repeat that again. If you are not ready for 2021, then you missed the entire point of 2020. 2020 was a some bitch. I wrote down notes for this episode because I want to make sure I hit all my motherfucking cues on this one. 2020 was how people down south like to say a some bitch. But it was a good some bitch. Unless, of course, you were a stupid motherfucker, then it was a bad some bitch. But it worked for me. This year started off trash. Not trash in the sense like, oh, I hate my fucking life. Just trash like, man, another fucking year, another time me just wasting. Because I ain't got no motivation to do shit. But go to work, take care of my kids. And it is what it is. And then, though, damn, I'm going to miss this motherfucker if he really didn't win. But then came the Kung Flu. And with the Kung Flu, pew, my eyes opened like a motherfucker. I saw purpose, I saw motivation, I saw how I'm going to put my foot on you motherfuckers' throats while I succeed. Then bingo, everything opened up like a motherfucker. You see, I was pilled before. But I got red-pilled, like a red-pilled, like a son of a bitch. You talk about getting red It was the ending of March when I officially got red-pilled. And I could no longer unsee what I just saw. Pardon me when y'all hear me drinking some water this episode. It's hot as fuck where I'm recording at right now. And I can't put the fan on. It is gonna fuck with the audio. And good old quality H2O. Red pilled like a son of a bitch. And once I hit that rabbit hole, there was no coming back. Alright? You can't come back after seeing more of the shit. You see, I was introduced to some of this shit in 2016. I didn't know it was that bad. 
I knew it was fucked up, but I never went into the full depth of the rabbit hole because I'm like, okay, I don't think it could ever get that bad. But best motherfucking believe it could. And shout out, shout out, because I used to make fun of her a lot. And she knows this, but shout out to Shah. She knows. I used to make fun of her a lot when she used to talk like this. Cause I'm like, man, shut up. Ain't none of this shit gonna happen. And she was right. So I'm gonna give her a shout out. Good shit on that one. Good shit on that one. You called a lot of this shit. You're still a little crazy, but you called a lot of this shit. So, all of that shit, right? Y'all just red-pilled like a motherfucker. Then I realized, you know what? This podcast shit, this podcast shit is going to take the fuck off for me. Because there ain't too many people doing what I'm doing. Can't say there's nobody out there doing what I'm doing. Because there's definitely a few out there. Definitely a few. They banned one of my... One of the best podcasts I was listening to from Larry Johnson. Straight banned him off every motherfucking platform. He can't even put a video up anymore without somebody flagging his shit. And of course, the Raw House. They were out there doing it. So I was able to use them as information. I was able to use them as fact checks to make sure I wasn't fucking crazy with some of the shit I was reading. You see... When the year started, everybody knew, everybody knew I had no co-host mini. When the year started, I started to become more radical. And to her credit, she said, you know what? You a little bit too fucking crazy. I don't know if I can stand by half the crazy shit that come out of your mouth. And I completely respected it. She's still a close friend of mine to this day. Cool as fuck. But she realized, you know, you're a little too wild. And she was right. Because the second we agreed to not have her a part of this uh, clusterfuck of information, I took the fuck off and just started losing my goddamn mind. Like, completely started losing my mind. But it wasn't until I did... The Mamba Mentality episode. That was my last calm episode. Because of course it's Kobe. And of course by then. I wasn't red pilled yet. But I knew a funky ass story when I seen one. You see. If y'all want to know what a funky ass story is. TMZ is going to break it first. If TMZ breaks the story first. Some fucking foul play went along with that shit. So just know that. All right. And I said it after Kobe died. Quotes. See how Vanessa Bryant's life goes. After Kobe dies. If she's living in luxury, she obviously shut the fuck up. But what's going on now? Her mom is dragging her through the fucking mud because she wants money. So Vanessa pissed somebody off. I don't know who it was, but Vanessa pissed somebody off. So I feel bad for you, Vanessa. Because if they did that to your daughter, what the fuck you think they're going to do to you? See, Kobe knew once he started taking money from China, you in bed now. Ain't too many times you could tell them motherfuckers no and they just going to take it. You're going to have to, you know, ease up on your lavish years. That was the last 
the last, last, last calm episode I did was Mamba Mentality. And after that, I just took the fuck off. Just took the fuck off. There's 52 weeks in a year. I gave y'all, because two episodes were recorded last year. So I think this is episode 37 or 38, I believe. Let's do some on the job because, you know, 37. So this is uh, 38 we're recording. I gave y'all out of 52 weeks. 36 episodes. That's right. As we were recording this one. I think so. Maybe I just confused my motherfucking self. Who the hell know? 36 episodes I gave y'all. This year. So. That's a lot of fucking time to put into the fucking podcast. Full time job. For the most part. Full time dad. Even though you got a shout out. It, fellas. Fellas. I don't give a fuck. How you feel. What it is. If your kids are with their mom. Let's give them 80% of the time. You better do what the fuck you can do. To make their life a little bit easier. At least once in a while. I just tell people what I do. And they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Because they say I wish somebody did that for me. Fellas. Start looking out for the fucking mothers of your kids. I don't give a fuck what y'all went through. Start looking out for them. The fuck out of here. Y'all some bitches. Your fucking sperm should have sucked up right back inside you. Like my man's in Big Mouth who went to take a shit and it went back inside him. And then it turned into Paul Giamatti. That's what the fuck should have happened to y'all. Look out for them. Alright? The fuck. Shout out to mine. Does a good job with my kids. Shout out. Our kids. I sounded like a dickhead right there. Ours. But you know, father, full-time job, was working on something on the side, trying not to talk about it too much because I wanted to see how it was going to manifest. So, I make time for y'all out there. I remember when I first started recording, y'all said the audio sounded like dick. So, I figured out which apps work. I figured out how to fucking maneuver it the best way I could fucking maneuver it. But little by little, I started realizing. See, I can't do the current events the way I thought I was going to be able to do it. Oh, I can't do the sports the way I thought I was going to be able to do it. Because you motherfuckers are stupid. Y'all are stupid. There's no way in hell I could just carry on the way I used to carry on. I got to start hitting y'all with the fucking truth. And that's when everybody saw the fall of the cabal. Now we off and running. Fall of the cabal like a motherfucker. Now everybody starts asking me questions about Trump. And do you really think he's this? And do you really think he's that? And now I got to explain to people why they were so motherfucking wrong about half the shit. There's there's still some stupid ass bastards out there who want to argue with me and tell me what's what and what's this and what's that. And I just get through the conversations 
at this point now, because I'm at the point right now that I can make anybody feel stupid. But unless that person is open to learning, they're not going to admit that they feel stupid. So why the fuck do I need to break my motherfucking back trying to make you feel, you know what I'm saying? So fall of the cabal came out. Everybody named mother hit me up. I didn't know Obama fucked kids. I didn't know Michelle Obama had a dick. And Chanel, I know you hate when I say that, but she has a dick. Or he has a dick. Or he has tits. Or she has an Adam's apple. Whichever way you want to put it. It's a fucking man. Now everybody start questioning shit. Everybody and their mother start questioning shit. Then we all home. Then they got cute little slogans for everybody to be home. Disney. I mean, ABC with the woo. The woo. Go put out a little benefit for everybody. And, you know, stay home. Let's be apart, but stay together. And little faggot ass slogans like that to make everybody feel good. And all these little dipshit fuckers that's saying it's Corona. You need to stay home. Like the little piece of shit. In the store on Friday, two kids stand behind him, and he goes, whoa, you guys are too close to me. Then the mother go tells the kids to stand back, and then the mother goes, well, now when y'all move back, this guy behind you can move back too, talking about me. So since I wouldn't curse the woman out, I wanted to slap the fuck out of this faggot in front of me with his girlfriend just standing there. She all happy because he said... You guys can stand next to me as long as you want when the vaccine comes out. And his girlfriend got all wet with a crustacean-ass pussy because her man stood up to two little kids. And I just wanted to slap the fuck out of him. Just, just hit him. I wanted to hit him two times. One for the mother who gonna tell me to move the fuck back, not realizing I'm in my circle. Since this is what we doing now is the circle game, right? I'm in my fucking circle. Tell your little stink-ass kids to get the fuck away from me. How is it possible that your kids was in my fucking space and that guy's space at the same time? Seems like you don't have control of your kids. You could tell this man to move back. Fuck you. Fuck you. So I was going to say something. Everybody would have been like, Gabe, you can't say that if you... I ain't gonna say that. I'm fucking, I'll take that comment back. But fuck that bundle of sticks. Who go tell those kids, when the vaccine comes out, you can stand next to me all you want. Sounded like a dirty ass fucking molester. And a stupid ass girlfriend. That's my man talking about Dr. Fauci. Crusty bitch. But yeah, everybody home. Can't do this, can't do that. Everybody opening up little by little, sprinkling little crumbs. Fucking grandmothers are kissing their grandkids through glass. You got fucking idiots out there saying, Well, you know Corona's a scary motherfucker. Don't take it, don't take it. You know, the, the, the scientist said, the doctor said. Doctors told me when I was 18 years old, I had high cholesterol. How in the fuck... Could that be possible when I was in the gym two times a day? I was wrestling. I was playing basketball at least once a week at Aviator with my boy Kadeem and some of his friends. 
Y'all remember the aviator court that you could rent the whole fucking court out? Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't trust no fucking doctors sometimes. I could kiss my ass. Kiss my fucking ass. So we had all that shit happen. And then, bada boom. The fun started. The motherfucking fun started. Gregory. The landlord Floyd. Y'all don't know what that means? The landlord? So, those who listen to my show know. Those who are newer listeners that probably didn't go back. Y'all know George Floyd was a porn star, right? Y'all know that. George Floyd, the landlord. I came here to collect. Next thing you know, he got a chick ass all the way up in the air. Just dogging her shit out. While Steven Jackson saying, that's my man's. Fucking shit. Fucking shit. That's when it all started to click. That's when I realized. That weekend. No, it wasn't that weekend because it happened in Minnesota first. And then everybody else started to um catch the wave. That's when I lost a lot of fucking followers. That's when I lost... A few acquaintances, because I ain't going to call you a friend if I lost you for Gregory, the landlord Floyd, who later was deemed King George. You know, five funerals, gold casket. Don't nobody see inside the casket. With all the ignorant motherfuckers that went to his funeral, nobody tried to snap a picture. The mayor of Minnesota dropped down to his knees crying. Because, yeah, we're going to believe that. Skinny-ass white man crying for a six, seven black man with a... The fuck out of here. That's when it took off. That weekend when New York lost a shit. Because I remember I was home. Someone put in the group chat what was going on in downtown Brooklyn. The most gentrified fucking area in all of Brooklyn. They started burning shit down. Then they went to Bed-Stuy. Then they went to Clinton Hill. Took it to Flatbush. They didn't go to Park Slope. No, they, they made sure they kept you niggas out of Park Slope. That's That weekend is when I realized I love my people. I love my black people. But I hate you niggas. That's when I realized it. There's two separate entities see when i was younger chris rock said it on the hbo special i did not know what the fuck it meant but i completely understand what he means now there's a civil war you got your black people and you got your niggas you niggas fucked it up for everybody because that laid the groundwork to all hell breaking loose Because then you couldn't fucking sleep in your car in Wendy's no more. You got that dumb motherfucker killed. He was just straight stupid. Everybody said, oh, Gabe, you just a fucking Uncle Tom. The cops shouldn't have shot him that way. Well, if you motherfuckers paid attention to the law, in Georgia, a taser accounted as being a deadly weapon. So if he fired a deadly weapon at an officer, guess what the officers could use back? 
deadly force. That's the law. Them the rules. Okay? Them the rules. Now, I know they didn't want to hear that. So, what else happened? What about the motherfucker in Philly with the knife that the cop shot? Right? Gabe, you just a piece of shit. Anytime a black man gets killed by cops, you come up with any fucking reason to go for the fucking cop. Not true at all. But if a nigga got the cops called on him three times that day, the neighborhood was scared to fuck with him. The mother couldn't calm him down. When the cops came and the mother said, son, just relax, and he threw his fucking mother on the floor, then he started to charge the cops. Guess what at that point? It's either I'm going home or you going home. Hey, motherfucker, I don't know you, so I'm going home. What about the next one? Who else we got? We had, um, uh, oh, because they made sure they played the race card all summer long. What happened else? Oh, the, your man's in um Wisconsin that everybody said, yo, that's fucked up that they shot this nigga seven times and we're going to burn down Wisconsin. And then all that sports players came back baseball basketball see hockey was smart it was one fucking night hockey knelt and they ratings tanked and that fucking commissioner said you either stand or get the fuck out this bubble because we ain't doing that shit here let the nba be the jackasses on that front what happened they put the nigga name on their jerseys then the evidence came out it was a 16 year old girl that he ripped her pants off put his finger in her pussy without her asking for it. And I'm going to be very graphic because it was fucking graphic for her. Stuck his fingers up her pussy, said, you smell like dick. And you people defended him. You want to know who that 16-year-old girl was? Someone he raped. But y'all defended him because all y'all saw was white cop, black man. You want to know what I saw? Pedophile, pedophile solver. That's what I saw. Y'all talked all that shit. Y'all were in, oh my God, y'all were all together. Then a black woman got killed. And it was only about a quarter of y'all. About a quarter of y'all saying anything. All those motherfuckers that were in my inbox talking shit. I should fucking name names, but I ain't gonna do it. I let y'all fucking live. All y'all in my fucking inbox. But nobody says shit about Miss O. See, I still can't pronounce her name, so I'm going to treat her with the respect, Miss O. Only a quarter of you motherfuckers said something. I stuck up for her. Hell, I stuck up for all black women. See, I never switched up. I've always been the same. What I don't like with people is they go, Gabe, you can't go on your fucking show and say one thing and then talk to me in a certain way. Nah, there's a difference. People are going to disagree and people are going to bump heads. That's human nature. That is human nature. But what we're not going to do is portray what the fuck I say. And make it seem it's anywhere near the level of what some stinking motherfuckers out in the street do. People can disagree all motherfucking day long. Hell, me and my mother disagree on 90% of the stuff that comes out my mouth. But best believe, 
So I'm going to say something about my mother. I'm going to bust you upside your fucking head. And that goes for any of my boys' mothers. I will always defend the fucking woman before I worry about the man. Because that's your job as a fucking man. And most of you motherfuckers didn't do shit when it came to Miss O. Y'all didn't say a fuck. But you want to send me fucking videos about a black man this and a black man that. And a white man telling a black man to get the fuck out of a coffee shop. But when a black woman was getting the shit kicked out of her, didn't nobody want to say shit. Now y'all ain't got no, y'all ain't got no goddamn voice to talk on. Y'all ain't got no legs to stand on. Y'all don't want to hear shit. But you want me, you want me to fucking pay attention to your little bullshit ass race videos and your race baiting. But then you keep fucking quiet when a black woman is getting the absolute shit kicked out of her but then you want to be fucking moral high ground with me kiss my fucking ass give a fuck how any of y'all feel about that I don't give a shit you as a fucking man were born to protect and born to defend so I don't give a shit if some fucking white man, it's one-on-one -on -one and a white man tells you to get the fuck out of his coffee shop and you walk the fuck out without slapping him upside his fucking head. Use a bitch. Plain and simple. Use a bitch. Look, look, there's two skinny white men and he's a six, six black man and he just walked out. You a bitch. My man Hassan said it on his fucking show. He said, a lot of y'all tall motherfuckers missed the point of being tall. You supposed to knock somebody the fuck out so vicious that everybody look at you after that and say, you know what? I ain't even gonna walk in this motherfucking direction. This nigga 6'6 and he gonna use every fucking bit of it. A lot of you men this year showed y'all are some bitches. A lot of y'all. Put your hand sanitizer on your hand. Put your face mask on. Hey, man. Hey, man, they're just looking out for you. Hey. Fuck y'all. Fucking Major Hype beats the shit out of his girlfriend. And what the fuck y'all paid attention to? Oh, she suck a lot of dick. Yeah, you know, she sucks a lot of dick. Look, 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 there's another video of her sucking dick. Look at the females. Oh, well, you know, shit. Uh, she looks like she's a hoe, so I see why he beats the fuck out of her. I want somebody to beat the fuck out of y'all. See if you have the same fucking feeling towards that. And I don't want to wish that on nobody. All right, I don't want to wish that on nobody. But you need to shut the hell up. Funky ass bastards. That's what that's what 95% of y'all showed yourselves to be this year. Funky bastards. And that ain't race baiting. That's all of y'all. A lot of you white motherfuckers showed yourselves to be funky bastards. Told y'all, I ain't never been called nigger by a white person. But I damn sure been called nigger. By a Democrat. Because you know. White Democrats don't consider themselves white. 
You know, they're part of the the struggle. I've been called niggas so many times from them. Difference is they did it over the keyboard. Cause you couldn't have said the fucking first half of that word without me taking my fucking foot. And busting you in your fucking mouth with it. See, the cops was going to have to understand that time. Yeah, I may have a license for lethal hands, but they're going to have to catch these. It's as simple as that. A lot of y'all showed yourselves to be pussies. Y'all were the perfect representation of Bird Box. That's what it's called, right? Bird Box, right? I think it's called Bird Box. I ain't watching my fucker because I know what it was. That's exactly how y'all live. And my man Ricky Gervais said it. Ricky Gervais was that nigga this year. Calling everybody out. Calling everybody enough. Calling everybody out. You motherfuckers waited around for Uncle Sam to squirt $1,200 on y'all face. You all, yes, 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 Uncle Sam, right there, right there, right there, put it on my cheek, put it on my cheek. Yeah, give me that extra $600 a week in unemployment, put it on my other cheek. I realize who's lazy this year, I realize who's full of shit this year. A lot of y'all ain't gonna hear from me in 2021. You're just gonna have to listen to this fucking podcast. My circle got small. Small... Like I said, I could count the people I fuck with on two hands. That means I could look at them. All my fucking fingertips I'm looking at and I can account for who I consider a close friend. A lot of y'all showed yourselves to be fucking bums and bozos. You fucking got mad at fucking the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins. Y'all are so offended by those fucking names. It's racist. It's racist that the white girl on Big Mouth plays a black girl. It's racist. What about white chicks? Black people can't be racist. Yes, Tariq Nasheed loves to put out. I, I never understood why people used to get on Tariq Nasheed's case. But the more I listen to his fucking live sometime, I can see. I can see. Foundational black Americans. Little inside baseball. Other day I'm in a cab. And I don't know how the fucking conversation started. Conversation starts. Me and a cab driver just start chopping it up like a motherfucker. He from Philly. I'm from New York, obviously. We just fucking talking. And the conversation got so real that when I got to my destination, the nigga just pulled over. Just pulled over. You want to know what we fucking did? We went and got two Seymour shakes. And just started chopping it the fuck up. Started chopping it the fuck up. I wasn't even going to take a fucking cab that day. But some told me just get the fucking cab. Got the fucking cab. We chopping it the fuck up with some damn Seymour shakes. Keep telling y'all. Y'all worried about fucking going into the sun and vitamins and vaccines. Be proactive. Attack it first. Don't wait for the motherfucker to get you. Then say, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Come on, man. God damn. God damn. We chopping it up. Then I realized there's more people out there. 
that are smart to this shit than I think. But I don't speak to y'all. So how the fuck I'm going to know? How the fuck I'm going to know who knows what? There's no way to know. But it was a good fucking conversation I had with this brother. Good fucking conversation I had with this brother. And it gave me hope for 2021. That more of you motherfuckers are waking up. Because there's a lot of people out there who are waking up. Who hit me up. In private. We chop it up. We talk. They ask me questions. Sometimes they teach me shit. That I didn't think of. You see I can't have a conversation. About what the fucking news. Is telling me. I can't. Can't do it. Because I know you don't know what the fuck you talking about. If we talking about what the news is telling you. To regurgitate. I respect those who break away. And said, yo I'm reading this bullshit right here. But it has me thinking this. Now, I'm a, now me and you going to chop it up. Because you acknowledge this bullshit. But we going to chop it up. You see. You got to be going into next year completely different. Alright. What the fuck is this? What the hell just happened on my phone? And heat pursuit of training for rocket star James Harden. Man. I know James Harden is the female in that situation with uh, Lil Baby because he put on that love weight. You know, when a female falls in love, she gains a little bit of extra pounds because she ain't trying to look cute no more. She's just looking cute for him. That was James Harden. James Harden put on some motherfucking love weight. Woof! See, the NBA... I don't even know what I was just saying, but fuck it. See, the NBA... Took away all that uh, Black Lives Matter shit. Adam Silver. Let me tell you niggas something. I done made y'all a lot of money. And we lost it last year. Fuck out of here with all of that. I done made y'all a lot of money. And we lost it last year. Speaking of making money and losing it. And bringing it back. When the fuck did Pathmark come back? Honest to God. When in the fuck did Pathmark come back? All my Brooklyn people know that was the staple of Atlantic Terminal. When it was first under construction, it was that fucking Pathmark. And I was back. I said, when the fuck Pathmark came back? When? Price is out the asshole. They clearly think they're fucking Trader Joe's. What the fuck ever, you know. You want to be bougie, be bougie. I guess that part of Brooklyn now, you know, it is what it is. You know, I be seeing people lined up for that Chick-fil-A on Atlantic. I'm saying to myself, that's not real Chick-fil-A. If you ain't getting your Chick-fil-A from South Jersey into Philly on down, you ain't getting real Chick-fil-A. It's just that simple. So stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. If you're not in South Jersey, going into Philly, and going down, you're not getting real Chick-fil-A. Just like y'all are not getting the real representation of a black woman when they said the black woman was the one who made the vaccine. You know, Fauci. Fauci said, to my African brothers and sisters, at least he said it right. Brothers and sisters. It was a black woman who made the vaccine. 
So that's something you need to take into accountability. My brothers and sisters, us. I hate that little piece of shit. But I can't tag him. No, I could tag him on Instagram. I can't tag Bill Gates or George Soros. Oops. This episode might not make it now. I dropped the other George. St. George. Because he gave King to the landlord. They gave y'all a black woman saying she made the vaccine. So, before COVID, they let y'all know y'all want shit because they were saying Trump's a racist. Trump hates black people. Even though I told y'all, I want y'all to say one racist thing that Donald Trump has said right now. I want you to think about it. If he's a racist, it could flow off the tip of your fucking tongue with no problem. With no problem. If people ask me, what do you think of the fat fuck? He's a fat fuck. Look at that. Boom. Right off the tip of my tongue. Right off the tip of my fucking tongue, I said. I ain't have to think about shit. What do you think about fat fuck? He's stupid as shit. Boom. Right off the tip of my tongue. Tell me something racist about Trump. Well, you know, man, everything he fucking says is racist. Yeah. And everything your daddy told you was a lie. He don't love you. She had to delete some of her old tweets. You know what her old tweets said? She said she wanted a white boy with a surfer body, but with a black personality. So you mean you don't like... No, I don't like black men at all. I like white boys. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a vaccine and tell the black people you got to take it first. Even though I got... They always get the Jesus fearing Caribbeans to do something, right? And I don't mean to say it crazy, but it's true. Most of the people who scared of this fucking Corona are the Caribbean people in Brooklyn. You know? I don't know why. If anything, Caribbean should be the last one scared of this shit because we fucking know what we doing. All right? But, um... She said, she basically said, fuck niggas. I like white boys. So because of that. <laughs> because of that, I'm going to fucking tell black people to take the shit first. She was all happy on NBC special. You know, she was all fucking happy. Saying we did this and we're so proud of what the fuck we did. And pop, pop, pop. <laughs> So, Fauci backs her. They put one day it was a black woman. Second day it was a Spanish woman. The next day after that was an African guy. And then they had the white nurse. I told y'all on Facebook, it was going to be the blacks. It was going to be the Hispanics. I thought the rednecks was coming right after, but they sprinkled in an African. Then they gave you the redneck. And she just straight passed the fuck out. Just boom. Right at the fucking press conference. Right after she took it. Boom. Then they said, you know, we're going to give it to Pelosi and Pence and AOC. But we're going to give it to them and not pay attention. Well, you know, I take it back. Because the name of their game is to show you what they're doing. It's on you if you believe it. So they let you know they weren't really taking no fucking vaccine. One guy, water came out. 
the next motherfucker, <laughs> the fucking needle retracted back into the fucking syringe. Next one, the fucking safety was still on the fucking needle. This, this shit's just a big fucking joke. But some of y'all are out there saying, I can't wait to take the vaccine. Hmm. Hmm, why? So, 2020, we're coming to an end. We made it, motherfuckers. We made it. You made it through the craziest year of your lifetime. Because it wasn't the craziest year of lifetime everyone's. The craziest year of your lifetime. Because shit happened back in the day that we didn't live through that we don't fucking know. We know some people say 1969 was a crazy fucking year. 1984. You know? 1941. That turned into 1942. That was a crazy span of two years. Do your fucking history about what happened those years. You fucking made it. Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the motherfucking back. You made it. And hell, if you still don't know what you want to do next year, just do what everybody seems to be doing now. Making OnlyFans. Because it's... I know the joy of the OnlyFans is gone now. Because remember before, it was like everybody, pop-up, this, that, little here... Little there, little there. Now everybody named Mother got an OnlyFans. Literally, Mother's got an OnlyFans now. And I'm a dirty fucking dog because I follow some of them on Twitter. And some of these milks are dirty. I knew when I'd be walking in the supermarket and I stare at some of these milks. I'm like, I know you got an OnlyFans. I can just tell you got an OnlyFans. Then you go on Twitter and it's like, Inside Target decided to fuck myself. And it's like, I knew I heard something when I was in that aisle. I just thought it was the laundry detergent. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see y'all next year.